This is Action and Ambition, the show that takes you all over the world to share interviews with the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their backstory, get the most important lessons they've learned on their road to success, and hear exclusive tips on how to implement their success in your own life. Action and Ambition is brought to you by Entrepreneur Magazine and your host, Andrew Metal. Thank you for tuning in to the Action Ambition Podcast. I am Philip Lanos, and today we are joined by Isha Patel. Now, she does this thing called Origin Activation, and, and she has a company named Origin Activation. It's more than a company. It's a powerful, multidimensional, and energetic healing modality. Now, this helps you discover limitless lifts and frequency and frequencies, which can cause spontaneous healing in your life. You see, Isha helps individuals not only reach their maximum potential, but she also helps grow a millionaire business spiritually by finding that connectedness with source and manifesting unlimited abundance while becoming the living embodiment of what you teach. So Isha, thanks for stopping by. How's it going? It's going really great. And that was a perfect intro. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I've been working on it. I was, I was rehearsing and rehearsing and no, no, uh, <laughs> no I, uh, I, I love doing this and, and meeting people and from all walks of life. And especially when it comes to this realm and this, this style of thought, I, I find that while some people think it might be, um, what's the word? It's like on the edge of like culture or, you know, new age. I don't think, I think it fits right into our daily lifestyle. I think it has closer it, it might be the original mindset training, in my personal opinion, you know, uh, but often it's looked as, you know, far more spiritual, which it is. But in my opinion, of course, it is mindset for me. However, I'd love to know what you mean by modality. You know, wh what does that mean to you? And, and how is it that you apply that? Oh, I love that. We're diving straight in. So yeah, origin activation is definitely packaged and positioned as a modality. But every time I say that, I have a little giggle to myself because if we're going to go into deep end today, we are well past the point of modality. And, you know, coming from someone who has one, I think, you know, first and foremost, and I say this to every student that walks through my doors, is origin activation is first and foremost a philosophy. It's actually how you view the way that we heal people. The way that this came about was actually through, you know, looking at some of the other modalities that were out there. For example, Reiki, Access Bar, Psyche, there's so many, I'm not going to name them all. Um, and they're all beautiful modalities, some of which I am trained in myself as well. In saying that, though, one of the biggest things I saw in the industry was to do with the way that people treated people in setting up dynamics of one person is the healer and the other person is being healed. Now, it makes sense from a logical perspective perspective because you know when you go to a doctor you want the doctor to give you something that's going to heal you or you want the doctor to say something that's going to heal you what I learned was that from an energetic perspective and we're going very in the esoteric realm here I do believe that we are conscious creators of our reality and when you place the power of healing into somebody else's hands that can actually be very very disempowering so one of the key philosophies of origin activation before we do anything to do with process is shifting the way that we view the people that we work with. Now, imagine if somebody walked in to have a session and instead of looking at them and buying into the belief that I'm broken, you need to fix me, you actually look at that person and you see their wholeness. You see everything that they're capable of. 
you see their highest potential, right? And the impact of that at an energetic level is that in that moment, if you believe in law of attraction and all those beautiful things, is it actually becomes so. Now, when I first received this modality, and I say received because it came to me in a series of meditations or what we call channelings, if you want to call it that, when I received this modality, that was one of the first things that came through. It was like, stop seeing people as broken, stop disempowering people and believing and buying into their stories that they are actually not whole to begin with. So when I started practicing this, what it looked like was when every person came to me and people used to come to me with all variety of things, full body aches and pains, emotional pains, gut issues, spinal issues, pregnancy things, all sorts. And I would just look at them and, you know, for the first 15, 20 minutes of the session, the person would sit down and they'd tell me their whole story and Isha, this is happening and that's happening. And, and I would just let them let it all out. But while I was sitting there with these people, I would just see through all of their, what I now call bullshit stories and would just look at them in their absolute pure wholeness. So when you see that and you see the person's soul and you see that person's light and you see that you know, every part of their body is actually connected to source and has the potential to be experiencing that, what started happening for people is they started walking out feeling more whole than when they walked in. And I hadn't done anything other than believe it. I love what you're saying. It's almost as if we constantly have a social norm globally. I think, it, you know, there might be some cultural differences, but globally we have a, a way of looking at people's parts and pieces and picking people apart. And so when you shift the perspective and you start to look at people as a whole and see the whole story, you really see that people aren't having as bad a day or living as bad a life as they might think in the general sense. And that being said, as you are able to observe it, that which is observed is reinforced, right? And so according to the laws of metaphysics and such. And so what you activate when you do that, if they're... Uh, open recipients to it is they begin to to join into that very thing that you see in them and i, I can I, I love how you're you're bringing truth to power and you're saying you know what you might think you're broken but you're not and you're right where you want to be and however however that may sound to someone let's say cliche however cliche that might sound it, it's not because it's something that's against the norm which is to usually pick people apart pick yourself apart and so starting there and activating at an origin point, right? Is that is that is that how the name came about? Is that is that fair to say? Right, right. Yeah, actually, the name, yeah, the name is based on this idea, and this is one of the other key um, six key principles of origin activation that everything comes from source, and therefore everything can go back to it. So I believe that every single cell in your body is made of light, you know, at the most, like the highest vibrational level, I see light. When I see the energy fields of people, I just see light in everyone. And then when you have a cell that is not experiencing that light, it's experiencing, say, a state of density, it could be anything from pain to cancer to whatever in between. What I see is that there's just like a shadowiness to the cell. And I see this through my inner vision. So I see this in the energy field. And when I see that cell that's not experiencing its full state of light, it's really just that it's forgotten. 
you know, through the beliefs, through the external factors, through our epigenetics, through whatever we've done in this lifetime, however we've created that, because I also do believe that we create and co-create our illnesses just as much as we can make them go away. You know, there has been a density that has come into that space. Now, I actually had the privilege, um, and I say privilege because it was such a beautiful experience, though quite saddening at times, to work in the cancer wards in Perth. So wow. I spent some time volunteering with um, cancer patients in the hospitals. And the first time I had a patient in front of me with full leukemia um, was in recovery. And I actually saw at the cellular level this, this darkness in the cells. Now, by this point, I'd been doing energy healing for years, you know, so I was very familiar with how light moves through the body. And when it came to working with cancer, the cells that had cancer in them, it was like the light just didn't even want to go in. You know, I'm sending all this light to this, this person. And um, instead of receiving it, it was like the light became very dull, very dimmed, like the cells couldn't even fully take it in. And that's when I realized that, you know, all, all states of illness, to me, how I see them in the energetic level are just states of how much light they're able to experience and receive and, and to emit. So when something is experiencing the state of density at, you know, in whatever sort of way that the person is experiencing that, you can actually bring more light into that. You can actually shift that at the energetic level. Now, in saying that, there is, you know, this is very much a holistic approach between the energetic and the physical as well. So I wouldn't say you can just do energetic healing and not eat and not drink and not do any of those things. I think that's ridiculous. But does it support the process? Yeah, absolutely. And there are now studies that show that Reiki and things like that have, you know, significant benefit to the healing and the wellness the overall wellness of people in cancer recovery. So that has been scientifically proven. What I can say from my experience is that I've seen how when you give those cells that energetic boost of light, it does actually assist the person to feel more energized and to feel more, I guess, capable of healing so that then when they do add in the other treatments, that it's actually more enhanced. See, I love that because you you took the moment to to speak to what some people begin to question the minute they hear this is like oh i'll only do that and uh, that just shows how seasoned you are and it's true we're not just spiritual beings we're also physical beings therefore exactly. our treatment should be holistic in so that it's spiritual and physical in whatever ways that are necessary so that being said how does this apply to business then right because you're saying you can speak light into what you have spoken light into business people as well and uh for me that's that's really interesting because there are a lot of things that can happen to entrepreneurs on the level of like stress at the psych level right not knowing what's happening where the next money is going to come from you've got payroll you know your relationships might be suffering because you're not you're working too hard all those things so all of that is building this density as you speak of right and the density being you know shadow which then negates light right and so uh, how how do you how do you see this uh, origin activation being applied to something like that right well everything that you said is so true and i can add to that and say that when i started really facilitating origin activation understanding the energetic space 
what I realized was that everything is consciousness. So when I looked at the cell in somebody's body, it was like that cell in the person's body has its own consciousness. It had its own capacity to be communicated with and connected with. And through meditation, through origin activation, I was able to learn how to do that myself. And then also in my practitioner training, teach other people how to do that. So what I did was I was able to teach people how to be intuitive in how they were helping other people with, you know, reconnecting to their bodies and reconnecting to the energy field. And then it became a very natural progression into, hang on a second, if I can do this from a healing perspective at the cellular level for people who you know, are reconnecting to the light in their cells, well, if everything is consciousness, isn't your business a consciousness? And so that opened up this massive, massive realm of exploration just in the last couple of years. And I realized that actually every business is also a creation, right? And if it's a creation, it has an energy. And if it has an energy, it can be communicated with. And so what I started doing was I started teaching people how to communicate with the energy of their business, almost as if you're personifying it as this, uh, as an entity that's outside of you that's also connected to you because your business is always connected to you. It's like a, a child that you bring into this world. But the same way that you have a child and you can bring children into this world, you don't bring the child in to control everything that they do. You actually bring children into this world so that they can grow up and be empowered and become who they want to be. So you apply that same concept to business. You take the time to meditate on the business and connect with the consciousness of the business. And guess what? The business will actually tell you what it wants, where it wants to go, how it wants to be done, what it wants you to do today in order to support it. And suddenly all the guesswork goes out the window. So if you have a business and you're sitting here gambling in the realm of marketing and sales, which are also equally valuable. But when you actually take the time to listen to the business and what it wants, you can take your tool belt of things like marketing, sales processes, team management, you know, all the things that all the good things businesses need. And then what happens is you make the most efficient decision and take the most efficient action in that moment. So your energetic value of what you put out into your business in that day actually has maximum impact because it's in alignment with the quantum field and what the business actually wants for that day. I love that. It speaks so much to what I often talk about on the show, which is entrepreneurs leave their DNA in the business that they create. So mm -hmm. if they happen to operate with integrity or curiosity and then, you know, further on, I, it often then shows up in the business itself with or without the person being involved still. And so for me, that speaks so much to the idea of uh, there's an old saying where I, I think it was Michelangelo uh, that you, they used to ask him, how, uh, it might've been Da Vinci, how he carved the marble statues and you know how he came up with it. And he said, I didn't do anything other than release what was already there by chipping away what was necessary, right? And so for me, it's about that, 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 uh, that uncovering, that coaxing out and that, like you said, listen to what the business wants. I can really resonate with that and how much it speaks to what we talk about on the show. So it's, it's really refreshing to hear that happen so naturally in our conversation because that's exactly what I think we're trying to get at here for the listener. Potentially, they now are looking at their business and going, okay, so my business has a voice of its own. It's looking to potentially attract a specific customer, but I might be getting in the way because I think it has to go one way specifically. Is that what you're speaking to? Oh, I think you've hit the nail on the head with the getting out of the way. I think we are the biggest blockages in our own businesses because I'm a huge believer that all creations want to exist and business as a creation wants to be on this planet. 
And then here we are getting in the way with our money stories and I can't do this and I need to learn this and I need to do this and I'm not good enough. And now when I get people coming to my vibrational business trainings, I just look at them and I say, get over yourself. This isn't about you, right? If you are so tapped into your mission and your vision and your why, your business wants to change something in this world. And God, we just have to look around at the world to see how much there is that could be changed to live in the highest potential as a society right? There's like, take your pick. Like, do you want to focus on the climate? Do you want to focus on the animals? Do you want to focus on health and wellness? Do you want to focus on relationships? Take your pick. There's so many issues out there, you know, just choose one. So do what it is that you're passionate about and then let the business flow through you. Because trust me, your business wants to actually create the highest potential for this reality. And I believe that as a human race, we do want to be our best selves. We do actually want to live in that highest potential. So when we get out of our own way and we get away from our own blockages, our own mindset that wants to play small, our own ego that wants to, you know, continue striving for something fruitlessly, when you let all of that go, what happens is the business actually just takes over and flows through you and it guides you. My business has guided me every step along the way. You know, a few years ago in Perth, I actually started City Space, a studio. It was a wellness studio. And I had no experience running a business. And there were many challenges in that. But one of the big things that I did right was every single day I used to go in and I just sat and I meditated in that studio and I said, what do you need from me? And that was the difference between my studio still standing five years down the track and every other studio around me shutting down. You know, as I hear you say that, I pick up this uh, this intuitive idea that we should speak on what is it that I'm looking for? Service, right? Mm-hmm. Being of service. And and again, stepping outside of yourself and putting yourself in the mindset of, of being a channel, of being, of being someone here to do something bigger than the self because every successful business taps into the, the greater consciousness, uh, which would then equal society in this conversation and at large continues to produce value for society. And so this idea of service with something we have to tap into, we can't force ourselves into it because that's not service. At that point, it's obligation, right? And so I, I think that's something that I'd, I'd love to start diving into. And like, do you see what you yourself do as as, as service, uh, truly from a place of like, I want to channel this for people as opposed to, you know what, I think I'm gonna start this business because I don't think that's how a business like yours gets started, but it comes out of a place of channeling and service, doesn't it? Absolutely. I never thought of myself as a business owner. In fact, the year that I started my business, um, I was coming out of a relationship and I was studying to be a teacher and my first degree was actually in engineering. So I very much went down the academic and the normal nine to five pathway. I stumbled into this. I feel like this life chose me in some ways more than I chose it because it just came to me in this moment of Isha, this is what you have to do. The starting point for me was in 2015 when I had this huge overnight awakening. And when I say overnight, I mean overnight. Like I literally woke up the next day and suddenly I could channel. And I had barely even heard about channeling. So I thought I was going crazy. Like you have no idea. Um, and then I received these, these geometries and they were just these codes, you know, these healing codes. And I just got told I had to share them. So within five weeks, I just put together my first event and we had seven people in a room and people had this incredible experience. People had these profound connections. 
So that was it. You know, then one thing led to another. Then suddenly I had a regular Friday night meditation group. Then somebody was coming to me asking me if I would hire a room. And I just said yes. And for the next year, I just said yes to everything. Somebody was like, can you do this? And I said, yes. Somebody said, can you do a session for me? I said, yes. Somebody said, do you teach this about essential oils? I said, yes. I just say yes to everything. And so I just created all these new workshops. And then fast forward one to two years down the track, I had 13 facilitators. We had massage, we had yoga, we had Reiki, we had all these different classes happening all through the week. Um, And it just became this real big enterprise. But at no point did I sit there and create a business plan and say, oh, I'm going to start a studio and have a business. It just happened. It was so organic in the way that it unfolded. And the way that it sustained itself was because every day I showed up and no matter you know, how challenging some of those days were, including the first two years of no profit. And just, it was so difficult, you know, getting through those early stages. And still I showed up every day and I said, what do you need from me? So when it comes to service, yeah, I was 100% in service to the business and it wasn't about me because if I had made it about me, I think I would have cried in a corner and given up a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm loving it. You know, I imagine, uh, are you active on social media? Is that something that you do? Yes, I am somewhat active. Yes, perhaps a little too active. I did recently get (laughs) banned on social media. (laughs) Uh, What channel are you most active on? Mostly Facebook and Instagram. Okay, okay. And uh, if people wanted to connect with you and hear more of these kinds of things, like like, uh, what what would they type to to find you specifically? Would it be uh, Origin Activation page or would it be Isha? What, What would people be looking for? Mostly Isha Patel. So if you type in Isha Patel, that's double E-S-H-A-P-A-T-E-L on both Facebook and on Instagram as Isha Patel 11, you will find me on there posting and sharing and all sorts of good things going on. Continuing to spread the light. No, I I already know it's going to be, if, if people are tapped in, tuned into this train of thought, then that this is exactly where they need to be for that re-energizing that recharge and potentially taking the next step forward and actually having a conversation with you about origin activation and what that means for them personally. Um, to me, I, I usually am curious what people respond uh, when I ask this question and it's traditional here on the show. I say, um, say if there was a listener right now, whether like, and it was the perfect listener, right? Whether it was like someone you're a fan of, it could be any celebrity or whatever. It doesn't have to be, um, it could be, you know, your parents, whatever. Uh, maybe some intern you might want to bring onto the show. I mean, you know, like to help you with what you're doing on social media or this or that, or um, maybe even just a group of people you really want to speak truth to right now. Uh, Who would that be? And what would you say? I would 100% get in front of Oprah. And I have had visions of this. I'm not even joking for like three to four years now where I have literally seen myself on a stage with Oprah, I know what I'm wearing. Like the the vision is so, so clear. There's thousands of people in the stadium and we're sharing the message of self-empowerment and healing and actually reminding people that you can heal yourself, that you have the capacity within you. And it's simple. Healing is simple. It does not need to be some massive process. When you understand that you are light and you understand how light flows and how that operates in this universe, healing is something that we are all capable of doing. It takes a moment to just breathe into your heart and to let that light radiate through the body. It's something as simple as that. And so I see visions of myself with Oprah 
sharing this this very empowering message that you've already got it that you're already whole let's stop believing in this idea that you're broken and let's come back into the wholeness that we already are i love that you know what people probably would be like oh yeah healing no but let's put it to the test right in this moment right now we have such a high vibration frequency conversation going on that the listener yourself and myself can take a moment to just take a deep breath And this is the beginning of the healing. If you want more, connect with Isha. Like she said, Facebook is a great place and you're already on there more than likely. The whole world's on there. So take that moment and that first step and connect. And uh, Isha, it's, uh, I, this conversation just flew by. Uh, <laughs> but it's, an, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. I feel better for it. I, and uh, I hope you do too. Thank you, Philip. It's been an amazing chat. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Action and Ambition with your host, Andrew Metal. Please leave a review and subscribe and go to andrewmetal.com for all the exclusive lessons, behind-the-scenes footage, and video content of the show. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube at Action and Ambition, and we'll see you on the next episode.